Welcome to another episode of the Worklife Podcast. To find out more about the Worklife Hub and to listen to other episodes, please go to www.worklifehub.com. Welcome to another episode of the Worklife Hub Podcast. I am your host, Agnes Uheretsky. If this is the first time that you are tuning in, let me just say a few words about this podcast. We speak to authors, researchers, business thought leaders, for them to share their knowledge and insight on work-life balance, leadership, culture change and organizational development. In our work at the Worklife Hub, we help companies reform their workplace to create a culture that embraces diversity and work-life balance. We are passionate about building vibrant and engaging workplaces that are great for employees and customers. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can do this via Twitter at WorkLifeHub, on our LinkedIn page or on our website. We're always happy to hear how you like the podcast or any other ideas that you would like to share with us. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the listeners of the Work Life Hub podcast. This is your host, Agnes Uheretsky. And today I have the great pleasure to be joined by Anne Tevene Abitbol from Paris. She's joining me via Skype and uh, we will speak about really exciting things. So hello, Anne, and thanks for being here. Hello, Agnes. Nice to be here with you. So maybe I would just give a very quick introduction about Anne and the programs she's leading on, just as a way of starting. I actually got to know of Anne through a Twitter chat I was doing with the EV program for the International Women's Day 2017, which was um, a great event and brought together some great uh, people. And EV is a program that was created by Danone, and we're going to be speaking about F program and other programs also of Danone, because this is where Anne is working. And um, you are the prospective and new concepts VP at Danone since 1998, a true innovator, having delivered amazing projects for um, Danone itself um, as a company, but also gender equality and society at large, um, really great projects such as the Evian Affinity with Johnson & Johnson and also the Evian Spas in Shanghai and Tokyo. You launched the, the organic yogurt, uh, Les Deux Vaches, the two cows, among others. So maybe it's best if I give the floor over, the mic over to you, and if you could tell listeners a little bit about yourself, your career, your passion, what drives you, and what are maybe your current responsibilities with Danone? All right. Uh, I've been working at Danone for 18 years now, and I'm a former advertiser, actually. I was a strategic planner, and I've been hired by the president of Danone, Franck Ribou, to be his um, strategic planner. But being a strategic planner uh, means that um, it's kind of, being a free electron, uh, my job is to uh, think um, and create new ideas to move the group and its brands uh, and its brands forward. But what is uh, maybe amazing for this job is that I have no money and no team. So it's it's quite interesting after all. It's probably the one of the reason of my longevity in Danon. Uh, endlessly creating new ideas because 
uh, actually all the ideas must come from your from the inside of you from from your guts um, because you have no money to ask uh, other people to think for you so you have to be very um, um, how can I say very porous very uh, to, to, to catch new ideas so I try to contact uh, what's in the air with the genes of Danon and all the time it has to be like babies you know like th things that are very important for me because after that I have to convince people in Danon to put money behind the idea and I have to convince people in Danon to come and help me to um, develop the idea. So it's kind of a real torture test. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all the time, I, I think a bit differently of the, of the other who, who are more structured, who have more money inside Danon. I'm more like uh, Jiminy Cricket, you know, um, thinking differently mm -hmm. and trying to create, uh, yeah, new, new ideas to, um, that can be, as you said, uh, products ideas, but it also can uh, um, talk to HR people or uh, not only to consumers, but also to help people to, to, to feel better in, in the company and in their career. That's the purpose of the, the EVE program. We will talk uh, about it later. I think it's a really fascinating, the, the story and, and your work. And it's almost as if Danone really was a pioneer in entrepreneurship because this concept yes. of entrepreneurship is really coming up now and large corporations looking at how to act more like startups and be agile and as you said you know really have the fluidity and the flexibility to catch trends and to and to f have these great gut feelings i loved when you said that to to say okay this is going to be something we need to do and and go go after so i'm very impressed yeah, you're quite right. That's exactly. I mean, it's amazing how uh, Franck Ribou, the president of Dan, uh, who uh, who has this idea for. So I've been working with him uh, 16 years because now he is is just the president of the board now. And uh, but uh, in the 16 years, he, he used to work like now we do. We have to work on in lean companies, mm -hmm. in startups, and and uh, in a very is um, he. he He's really, um, he thinks a lot about his own instinct. He's very instinctive. And, and, and he likes people uh, also to, uh, um, to foster their intuition. And, uh, and actually, without knowing the word, he has uh, asked me to be a kind of corporate hacker, which is also a new, yeah. a new way of, of, of speaking of this, uh, the, the role I have. Fantastic. And so maybe if we can zoom in and start with the EVE program, because that was the intersection where I got to, to meet you and, and your great team. So would you mind taking listeners a little bit through how the EVE program was created? How, what I find quite interesting, if you can talk also about that, how did you manage to get senior leadership buy-in for this, if this was necessary? And then we can go into maybe the seven points of the program, some of them. So maybe if you can tell us a little bit what it is and, and how it was set up and why. Yes, with pleasure. I love to speak about the EVE program. <laughs> um, actually, uh, the idea uh, came, uh, the initial idea comes from Franck Ribou. 
he asked me to tackle the issue of women's progression in the organization. And uh, because he said, uh, it's unbelievable. We are 50% men and 50% women at the base of the pyramid. And the, the more you climb the pyramid, the more you lose women. And I don't know why, as he said, uh, because we don't do anything against that. And um, so actually, I looked at him and I said, wow, but I, I, I'm not interested at all in this subject. You are sure you want me to, ta to tackle this issue? I'm not from the HR. Uh, I hate organizing things. I'm not particularly feminist. So I'm, I don't feel much concerned about what, what you're asking me to do. And, the, and he looked at me and said, it's exactly why I want you to do it, because I'm sure you will, you will do it another way. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, so I, I remind you, I have no team, no money, and it, and it just wants me to change <laughs> the, the position of women in organizations. Um, and he had another idea. In the brief, he also told me, he said, I want you to work with other companies because it will be all together. So against before every everyone, he thought about open innovation. Yeah, absolutely. Collaboration and creation and yeah. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So I came back to my office. It's oh, what what's <laughs> <laughs> what this stuff? What I'm going to do? And then, okay, men, women. I was I, myself. I, I was not so. I, I have not experienced the glass ceiling. So I was not, but. What really was very important for me was actually to help people to be themselves. Because when I speak to people, and I realize that when I very often I saw women that thought they should act as men in order to succeed, Absolutely. to be m more aggressive, all very perfectionist, or I saw other women saying, oh no. I don't want to take this job because, I mean, I will never manage to handle both my professional and my personal life and all that stuff. Mm. So, and I said, wow, wow, actually, what, is interest, what interests me is to help women to gain confidence and to help organizations and then men to gain awareness of the different of function, functioning of women. To, to be more precise, to be, uh, to, just to take an yes. example, studies show that when um, someone uh, there is there is a job uh, that is proposed, if a man is interested, he will ask for the job. A woman she wa she she waits to be asked. She waits that someone comes and say you should uh, you should postulate uh, for this job, and she says, oh no, are you sure? Because second, second element of the studies, if a man has 50% of the skills, the, the required skills, he said, okay, and the, the rest he will um, figure out. He yeah. will learn that through, yeah, uh, after. And, uh, and he's right, because that's make the interest of a job, huh? not to know everything uh, right at the beginning. A woman, she needs uh, to feel she has 80% of the required skills to feel legitimate. Because there's Many things, but uh, you need two hours, so I will just stop that <laughs> to uh, to show why, uh, to explain why women need to be helped um, to be uh, to understand that they are good enough, that they don't have to be uh, more and more and and upper than men. So 
then I had this. Uh, I realized that the, the, the so-called uh, glass ceiling, uh, which is the, the glass ceiling, which is the um, you know this invisible uh, barrier which prevents women from going to the top of companies. Uh, I realized that this we had a co-responsibility in the existence of this glass ceiling between organizations and us women. Uh, in other words, if women's progress is not as fast as men, it is partly because of the organization that very often don't make things easy, but also partly because of women themselves who often don't dare asking for promotions or pay raises. Mm-hmm. So that was my actually my um, my uh, how can I say that my bone mm-hmm. <laughs> my my stone my my stone on which I built uh, the house the Eve house I, I I realized that I wanted to help women grow in self confidence and and, and 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 unleash their potential and help organizations that is to say usually men to gain awareness of women's difficulties uh, so has to help them more more efficiently. And um, I found this, I can re- make a resume of the idea in the, in the motto we have at the EVE program, which is um, be yourself and unleash your potential. Because the, the main idea is if you want to change things or to make things change, uh, you have to begin with, you have to change yourself. Or uh, to quote uh, Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. So it's very important. Uh, actually, studies show also that if you want to help women to 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 be promoted, um, you ha- you must have two conditions. One is of course the awareness uh, of the the top management, and the other is training. Uh, to training in order to help women to uh, understand what what they what who they are what they want and to help them to express it actually the the more you are centered the more you know what you want the more you you feel at ease and the more you're convincing and the more you 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 you're gonna ask and you you're gonna be brave enough to ask for 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 a new job for pay rises or or for a different way of working Yes, it's a, it's a, I love the way you explain it. And it's very, it's almost counterintuitive to what we have been believing in the 90s or the 2000s. Because with this, cons, you know, this consumerism and, and perfectionism shown on, you know, advertising and exactly. the internet, we seem to believe that we need to be perfect for a job. We need to present ourselves as someone who is very competent and very strong quite masculine characteristics as well but now it seems this counterintuitive approach is 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 really about vulnerability about being your yourself with you yes. know and this this whole idea also of the startups is is this failing fast and quick and learning from failure and building up resilience so i think that what you have explained is so in tune not only just with what we believe at the work life hub of bringing your whole self to work but 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 what is these currents that are happening i think in the world of work to to break down these bias and these um, these artificial 
um, kind of castles that we have built around the notions of success and achievement. It's quite true, and and actually we we were pioneer, uh, and we we were uh, considered as being pioneer when we launched this program in in two, 2010. Uh, and I remember some American people saying, "Oh, actually, what you're doing is a seminar of soft soft skills." Mm -hmm. And and up to now, uh, companies they, they pay seminars of uh, to help. To give tools, uh, practical tools to uh, um, to their uh, to their employees, but never they, they, they pay seminars just to uh, to to think about who you are, what you want, how can you be stronger, and uh, so that was the first time. And um, and actually, I was very happy that uh, a lot of companies, um, when I told them the stories uh, and and make them understand that. They need women to remain women with their the, the, the diversity of, of behavior. But all the companies, they were telling me, but I don't know. I don't know why women don't, pro uh, don't, don't get promoted. Because, again, as was Frank was saying at the beginning, uh, we do nothing against them. Mm. But we have to do something for them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we have to do something both men and women, and I must confess that uh, I have put a quota, and was very, <laughs> I really, I enjoyed putting a quota in the EVE program, but this time not a quota for women, but a quota for men, mm -hmm. uh, because um, we ask uh, our the companies to send 20% uh, of men in the EVE program. So why 20%? Because it's the um, exact. Uh, uh, it's the exact reverse proportion of women uh, mm -hmm. in, uh, in, the, in the top uh, meetings. Mm -hmm. so, so it is part of the experience men uh, have in, uh, in, in, when coming in, in program E. Uh, it's being part of a minority. And I actually saw, um, because you have a brilliant YouTube series about the participating and the testimonies of the men, and it's called Those Who Dared. And one of the men actually refers to this in, in his testimony. He says that for him, it was a very interesting and eye-opening experience to be in the minority of the room. And, you know, can I yes. say this? Can I speak up? And it's, it's great because they have very similar reflections as women have in these meetings. Of, oh, can I say this? Uh, maybe I shouldn't speak up. And, and I think it's great. Very interesting. It's definitely part part of the experience. <laughs> and maybe I, I, um, I just realized that I haven't, I haven't tell you why uh, I have called that the Eve program or the program mm -hmm. Eve. It's uh, actually probably you you hear you hear it. It's the um, it's the name of Eve, uh, like Eve in Adam, because in the Western culture, uh, one can say that she was the first actress of change. Uh, when when she offered the apple yes. of knowledge to to Adam, <laughs> so and also also because it takes place in Evian, mm -hmm. so I thought it was uh, yeah it was funny and it was the beginning of a family for me because after the Eve program I had created the Octave program on based on generations and new technologies, and then the Noah's program which which is like Noah's Ark which is on sustainable development. But Eve is the, the elder sister. <laughs> <laughs> I want to also ask you 
about um, the fact that you had and uh, also the chairman has asked to have um, other companies on board from the beginning because yes. it, I think even in a in an international context this is a quite interesting practice because we see a lot of companies that have their own very strong branding on these initiatives you know who who feel this is going to help us even further in our communication in our and I think what this initiative shows the Eve initiative and the program shows is that there was really a very very strong wish to make a change on a societal level and not just a PR exercise exactly it's uh, all together and that that was the the, the initial idea of Franck Rebou saying that we will manage if we are together we will be strong if we are together we how can we change such uh, uh, a secular and old ancient times things that uh, without being all together and so right from the beginning we have been joined by L'Oréal uh, SNCF which is a French uh, railroad uh, Crédit Agricole which is a French bank Orange Telecom uh, Caisse des Dépôts and K KPMG mm -hmm. uh, and they send every year uh, 30, 30 people from their companies and we also are uh, joined by 20 other companies who send uh, uh, 20 people or less uh, every 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 day so it's very important because um, first it creates another atmosphere because uh, it's okay it creates it helps to create an atmosphere of lâcher prise mm -hmm. because then you you realize that it, it happens the same thing in other companies and you also you're not here just to show to your colleagues from your company how smart you are. You can just get rid of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, no pressure. There is yeah. no challenge. Yeah, yeah. The, it's just you and and your your very personality. It's not your professional personality. It's you as as an individual. You as a whole. Mm. And actually, in our program, we we like to say that we speak to the individual, um, but we speak to the, to the brain, uh, but also to the heart and also to the body, because uh, we think we need to be fully aligned with this three, three parts of the, of the individual. So we worked on the individual. Um, we, the, the, we have uh, created a program based on me, me and the others, like a negotiation, how I, do I talk to others, when, how do I, how to, can I convince all that stuff, and me and the world, um, and so we we try to uh, make people very aligned on who they are, on the individual level, but we ask the company to send a, 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 a number sufficient, big enough, in order that when you came back to your company, you become stronger. Mm. But you can rely on other who has experienced yeah. uh, the same, yeah, who has experienced the same thing than you, and will support you. Like that, you you create an, an internal network back to the company, and also an external network because we are, we um, uh, we favor a lot of uh, peer-to-peer mentoring between the companies. So it's not a, a one-shot with. Um, plenary sessions and workshops uh, in Evian, but 
but it's also what happens after. Uh, it's like you know we 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 put seeds in the in in the in the in the in the earth in the soil, but then we ask the companies to water the, the seeds. So what what do you do back to the, comp- the your company? How you can rely on others? Uh, what ideas? Uh, how you can dare to ask for things and all that stuff? But I think that's such a brilliant point because I'm sure all the listeners and I can certainly identify with an experience in the past when I went to an event, you know, I got really pumped up and ready to make change. And then you become the lone warrior who goes back to your mothership. (laughs) Right. And nobody gets it because they weren't there. They weren't in the flow. They didn't experience these these Mm. breakthroughs. Mm. And then, of course, after a couple of days, your enthusiasm just really goes because it's not possible for you to sustain and and transfer and and also we've had other guests in the podcast who particularly some indian companies for example who would say that a minimum threshold of of these um, uh, pioneers or drivers is absolutely critical because if it when it comes to in some of these countries when it comes for example to sexual harassment cases or or you know any other uh, women's related issues um, they found that if it was only one woman in the board, then she didn't have the support around her to to talk. You know, she could maybe listen to the women experiencing some of these challenges, but she but there was nobody there for her to yes. to have uh, alliances and and to bring it forward. So I, I think that that's a very very important. Um, process or, or even a, maybe a tip I don't know but but definitely mm-hmm. a, a very important uh, point that there are more together and that they can gang and band together when they go back and, and keep the momentum going absolutely yes and um, and it's uh, you can say that because we have designed also an event for Asia uh, whose name is Eva Asia Pacific uh, and actually, uh, I like this idea also that it's not Danon who asked uh, me to uh, develop an event in Asia. It's L'Oréal. Mm-hmm. So I like this idea of the EVE program belonging to uh, to everyone. Yeah. And um, and so it's the same. It happens the same thing because when we we, we were we came to Asia and now it's going to be the fourth edition in in July. Uh, we were wondering if our uh, uh, analysis was uh, worldwide. Uh, even if uh, in Evian, it's it's it is international. But uh, only focus on Asia. Uh, you know the Asian people. They are uh, maybe the, we we have not been trained the same way. So it's less easy for them to uh, dare yeah. <laughs> uh, to say things. And actually, uh, we did the same uh, event with the same topics. Uh, and it works. It works quite well. Mm. And uh, so the, the the yeah the the subject is universal. And the, the the way we we propose to solve part of the subject is also universal. Absolutely. Now I'm very sorry to say that time is unfortunately running way too fast here on the podcast <laughs> because I would love to hear a lot more. But for the listeners who would like to find out more. Um, would you mind sharing the website or a Twitter or any other um, website or, or handle where they can go to find out more about this brilliant program? 
No, thank you. Well, actually, you can go to Eve program, uh, program P R O G R A M M E, eveprogram.com. Uh, and it's a lot of, also the same for Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and, um, and so on. And uh, I'd like also to say that we are developing the first edition of Eve Africa, mm-hmm. who, who will take place, uh, which will take place in, uh, in Senegal in, in December. Um, and you can uh, write to us in, uh, in the website, uh, Eve, like Eve, <laughs> the first actress of change. <laughs> great. No, that's really, really great. So um, coming to the last question, which is always the same, if I could ask you, Anne, to give an advice to a CEO who is considering or thinking about starting implementing some kind of change initiative, they see that there is an issue there, they want to um, get started. What would be your advice for them? Um... Probably the, the the first the first thing that I see that in any companies it began like that, uh, understanding that uh, you have to fetch the women. I don't know if you say that they fetch, but I mean, yeah, to um, that you have to acknowledge the fact that women don't compete mm. the, the same way than men. So if I take an example that has of what has changed inside Danone is when a, a new job is, is proposed uh, and, and uh, the, 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 manager, the general manager received the short, the short list of the names, before if there was no women names, uh, it was okay. Yeah. Today, as they have understood the way uh, women behave, the general manager it says, you didn't, ha- you didn't make your job. Because if there is no woman, it doesn't mean that no women are interested in this job. It just shows that you didn't go and see the women and said, you have to uh, ask for this job because you are competent enough to do that. Hmm. You understand what I mean? Yes. It's, it's a change of mindset. Yeah, absolutely. To, 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 to understand that uh, if you want women to remain women with all the diversity, all the different of... Uh, the different way of uh, behaving, um, you don't expect them to, to, to transform them as a male. Yeah. Okay? They don't have the same way of uh, behaving, and that's great. So um, you have to understand that you must think about a different also career path. Yeah. For example, um, we know that uh, it's easier still, even if it's keep changing, but it's easier still for a man to be uh, muted, to be, to, to go, uh, to, to go to another country and saying to her wife, to his wife, uh, okay, it's for four, five years, but three years you, you go with the kids and, uh, and, and, and today we know that women, they are also, uh, also are able to be expatriate, but probably they need to be expatriate a longer time because once they have moved with the whole family, they don't expect to be changed every three years. Uh, they have to stay five years probably or things like that. So just to understand that actually equality yeah. is a way of looking differently mm-hmm. uh, to uh, men and women and to understand 
that you have to um... yeah make a conscious effort yeah absolutely and 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 we see this also we had in one of our our podcast guests um in Finland, the Finnish Chamber of Commerce, they also looked at the glass ceiling in companies. And what they discovered was that actually women were really almost encouraged to stay in their current job because they were doing such a good job. It wasn't in the manager's interest to lose them, you know, so they weren't consciously um, proposed for a career path because their supervisors <laughs> or, or superiors were so happy with their work. So it was a, almost a clashing of interest and and for them also this was such an eye opening so i see i i think i really appreciate what you explained about how there needs to be a, a reverse engineering if we want to get women to the top um not expecting them to behave right. like men and and go and get it but <laughs> but to to make it all the more easier for them to to find those opportunities and doors to to go through Exactly. So it's important that uh, a, to create an atmosphere so where, where people can can believe in their intuition can uh, and because the more you are centered, uh, the more you are powerful and the more it's a winning situation both for you and for your company. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Anne, for coming on the podcast, for sharing this great story and great program and your experience. It was very insightful and I'm sure the listeners also took away a lot of this. So thank you very much. Well, I thank you because it was very interesting answering your questions. Thank you very much.